Modern Mediocrity Podcast. Modernites, thank you so much for joining in on today. Today I have an amazing episode. I also have a special guest. Uh, she has been on before. Um, she is a longtime friend, um, a person that I can talk to, just not about podcasting, but about life. And she's very knowledgeable. Uh, Miss Nicole with et cetera, et cetera, et cetera podcast. Uh, go ahead and tell the little the listeners a little bit about you again, <laughs> ma'am. <laughs> Hi, listeners. I'm so happy to be back. Long time no hear. Hope everybody's doing well. Uh, Lante is a long time friend. I am the host, P. Nicole of et cetera, et cetera, et cetera podcast. My podcast is where the millennium woman and the modern woman meet. My goal is to encourage and uh, evolve. That's what I really like to do with each podcast. That's to the back of my head. I want to encourage you as a listener, and I want you to evolve as a listener. I'm thankful to be here on another episode with my dear friend, Lante. Oh, thank you so much. So today, uh, I, I asked uh, I asked P. Nicole to come on with me. We are going to talk about family secrets. Of course, this is not going to be one of those podcasts where we delve into <laughs> to super secrets <laughs> it was just one of those topics where I feel like I wouldn't say that it's taboo but we don't really talk about it you know it's mm-hmm. like it's one of those things where we just sweep in under the rug and I felt like we needed to talk about it um so first I guess I'll start out with we we see a lot of people now and and of course therapy is is becoming more prevalent you know in our community in the African African American culture uh do you think that that's based on things that people have have dealt with in the past, especially things that happened in their family with people that they trusted that now they feel like, you know, as an adult, they're trying to let go of their childhood? Yes, I think um, in the world of mental health, we hear it all the time every day, uh, really now. I think that people want to share more. They want to be more open and they do want to heal um, from past trauma. Um, right. I feel like anything that happened to us as as we were growing up, um, even in adulthood, it's going to stem back to some type of trauma. Right. So anybody seeking help, I would want to believe um, that they want, they want to heal from that trauma so they can be a better person. Right, right. And I, I think so, too. I think that now people are going there because they want to rid themselves of it. You know, they want to rid themselves of the hurt and pain uh, that happened. They want to rid themselves of uh, the thought of it. I don't think that it's so much uh, that they are they're hating that person. But it's like for a long time when you can't make sense of something. And I was talking about this the other day when you can't make make sense of something to yourself. You're going to you're going to tell yourself something to make it make sense because right. you don't you don't understand it. So in order to make something like that make sense, 
you start blaming yourself. Maybe it was something that I did. Maybe it was something that I said. Maybe it was a way that I carried myself. You know, and, and these are these are thoughts that I'm thinking, or not just thoughts that I'm. But I talk to people, you know, that's actually gone through that, and you know, and the things that the things that they would say is, well, maybe I I deserved it, you know, and and they right. put something that happened to them when they were a kid on things that happened when they were an adult, like that happened way before you became an adult, you know, and, exactly. And I think that that's one of the things now that that I want to talk about. Like, why do you feel like why do you think that families keep these secrets like that? Like, do you think it's based on um, just the person or why do you, why do you think that's so? Um, growing up in a black or African-American household, I feel particularly we were very much raised. What goes on here stays here. Right. So uh, if that's the concept, you learn at a very young age, even from being very young child, three, four, or however far back you can remember that, Whatever happens in this house stays in this house. I can't go out into the school and tell my teacher. I can't go up to church and tell the church people. I, I mean, right. I feel very much, it's in, embedded in me very young that what happens here stays here. Right. Now, of course, people only do with what they know to do at that time. If they were never taught to release their trauma, if they were never taught that how family secrets can hinder you as a person emotionally, um, then that's all they know because I'm sure the generation before them did it to them, told them the same thing. So right. now we're just passing it down and passing it down. Right. Uh, but going back to what you said, we are in a place in society in this world where people don't want to hold on to it anymore. They right. want to release. They want to release. They want to release. They want to get it off their chest, get it off their back and put it in the universe. And it's a cleansing too, to release all those secrets and walking around feeling like I can't tell anybody because they, you know, my family going to look bad or my name is going to look bad or everybody's going to be knowing our business and things like that. So um, I think it's just generational. It, it's, it's passed down. You're, you're taught. And I know I'm speaking just from um, the standpoint of the African-American community. What goes on in this house stays in this house. Just point right. blank period. Right, right. I, I agree with that. I think another thing that I can um think of is you look at the structure of a family most times if the father is present um in the in the home then if something happens you got a father or a mother that is and if if it's the brother that did it to the little girl right so let's just use that as an example right or you can look at the 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 older girl doing it to the little boy however you want to envision it in your mind you have a parent that has an oppressor as a as a son or a daughter and a victim as a son and a daughter. Mm. <laughs> so <Yes. laughs> you get so so like as a as a parent now as a now I'm not condoning uh, right. the actions at all. I'm not condoning, but I'm I'm trying to think of it from that perspective. Like as a parent, of course I want to teach my child that what's right and wrong, right? But you're looking right. at the hurt of you hurt. You're gonna hurt both of them, right? Because if you don't say something to the perpetrator, to the person that perpetrated, he's gonna feel like he got away with any. But if you don't say anything and you correct the person that was perpetrated, then that hurts them too. So it's like you are in between a rock and a hard place. And I've been thinking about this for a while, I guess, because I knew that we were gonna do this topic. Like that's the crossroad, mm. and you, that's the crossroad. Like I'm gonna have to hurt my child by telling on my child. I'm going to have to hurt my child if I don't say something to my other child or do something to my other child. And that's a hard pill 
to take. You know, that's a hard pill to swallow. And of course, you know, doing the right thing is always supposed to be on our on the forefront of our mind. But how right does it sound to send my kid to jail? Correct. <laughs> like like yeah. how, how how right, you know, does that does that sound and then you know, but how right does it sound to not defend my child from something like this, something as bad as this? And it could be ugly later. And I mean I've stated that there I'm I'm not condoning any action right. like I'm not condoning it, but I, I guess I had to take a step back and look at it, you know, from that perspective. Like, when when a situation, when a situation like that, that's hard to be in. That's that's hard to juggle into even thinking in your mind like, who am I gonna choose, or do I do nothing? And then it's also right. like you look at it like, if you are a popular family, right, or and your family has this name, and you like, okay, well, if this gets out, we tarnish our family's name. And you know how in, in our community people talk, you know, well, not just in our community, but every community people talk. Right. And so you, you looking at it like I don't want to bring shame or bring anything to our name because we have a strong family or we have a strong name and our name means something to us. But what about that little person? Well, we have a strong front. <laughs> exactly. Or we have a strong we, we are pretending Mm-hmm. That we are good. We're pretending like everything is fine, but deep down we have this issue. And instead of us addressing the issue and and bringing the issue to the forefront, we're going to act like it never happened. So that if you know what's out of sight, out of mind, right? If we don't right. talk about it, it never happened. But it did. Right. It did. That's kind of that makes me think about. Uh, I don't know if you follow, uh, and this just came to my mind. And I'm using this example just as an example, but it happens a lot. Um, I used to watch the TV show uh, Miss Robbie Place or something like that about the black owner who owns multiple restaurants. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. So if you've been following um, her son recently has been um, found guilty, allegedly, I'll say allegedly, but he was found guilty for setting up to murder her nephew. Mm. So that would be an example of what you're talking about. Now that's her son. She gave birth to him. So as a mother, do I still stand by my son despite what he's been charged of? Now what he's been charged of allegedly is he's set up to murder my nephew. They're both family. They're both blood. So that goes back to, do I choose one of the other? Do I not support my son? But then if I do support my son, how does it look to the people that you know, oh, so it's like you didn't care about your nephew, so because you you're taking your son's side or vice versa. Yeah. Now, one is not no longer here to even speak for themselves. The nephew, unfortunately, has a uh, is deceased, but your son is still here. So that that would be an example of how would one navigate through that. And to be honest, I don't know how I would if it was me. You know, I don't I don't know um, because that's still your son. Of course, you love your son. Right. Even when our kids do something bad, it doesn't make you stop loving them now. True, true. That's true. one point of it. But the other right. side of it, morally, it's like, okay, if you did do this, I mean, how how am I, how do I support you besides loving you as a son? But I might, I, obviously, I'm not going to agree with what you chose to do. Right. So yeah. that it does create a moral problem. It does. Yeah, it does. Because it's like, you know what? Uh, in our mind, we 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 can we're quicker to well. I, I guess I'll use the word judge or uh, use a, a an unbiased when it mm-hmm. comes to someone that's outside of our our own flesh and blood, right? But it's different when it, they came from your loin. <laughs> it's different yes. when you birthed them. It's different. You know, you can look at a person on TV and you can look at all the facts and say, "Oh, they're guilty." 
Now, mm-hmm. oh, they should be in jail. But but when it's your flesh and blood, when it's the mm-hmm. person that, that you're close to, it's harder to see it because of the emotional attachment to them. It's Correct. it's harder. It's harder to see it. And and I think now the thing for me is like I'm looking at the issue as an adult. Like now I'm looking at the issue as an adult and I can rationalize. And of course I sympathize with people that it happened to, but I like looking at it from the perspective that we're talking about right now as a father. Hmm. I, I would you look at us like if that was your situation, what, how, okay. So, so let, let's, let's take, let's take, let's take my boys. Right. Mm-hmm. If one did something to the other one, um, I don't. I don't know. And I know what type of father you are. So right, this, like, this is not going to be easy <laughs> at all. Like I know what type yeah, of father like, you are. So. Like I, 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 honestly, I, I don't know. Like, like I don't know because because I would... it really is tough. Because it, I, I, and I, I brought that up because it, it's recent in the news. But I, I really thought about her just as a mother, right, and, right, and right. it's like, do you just turn your back? You know, if the system did find my child guilty for whatever reason. Right. Do I just turn my back now? The unfortunately, the other person in the story was my family too. So right, and then right. think think about how it affects that whole family now. Yeah. That whole family is that now whole family. It, it's it, it's different now, and it's gonna be a it's gonna be a, a tear in that family mm-hmm. now. Because absolutely, if, absolutely. If, that, if that was me, I gotta look at one son like I told you. I'd always protect you, right? Mm-hmm. I told you I'd always protect you. But I couldn't protect protect you from somebody that was in the same house as us. From even my own house, I couldn't protect you. Correct. <laughs> so, and the nephew was somebody's son as well. Right. Right. So so, right. And so for me, I will be thinking that like I could like, and I ain't gonna lie, I probably would blame myself because I think mm-hmm. that's that's normal. I would blame myself. I know that I didn't do it, but I also mm-hmm. feel like my obligation is to make sure that my son is safe all the time. Mm. Like my son is safe. So you saying you would feel like I failed him if exactly. he did? I would. This. I it, must it, have failed yeah, him somewhere. It, exactly, or something that he needed that I didn't pay attention to. It could be. Mm. It could have been my job. It could have been my own personal life. That's why now, like, I learn to ask questions. Like I ask a million questions. How are you feeling? You know what's going on with you? Uh, anybody saying something to you? Anybody touch you away that ain't supposed to touch you? You know, like mm-hmm. I ask those questions, and they they look uncomfortable at me. I even ask yeah. them about. I even ask them about sex. <laughs> like like have you? You know, like we talk about it. Of course, I can well, hear from. I can hear from the way that they talk about it. Right. Like they still say ew. Like that means that you ain't done nothing yet. Right. <laughs> so that, <laughs> that yeah, 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 yeah. So, so change, or you hesitate to tell, and then I know. Yeah. <laughs> right. So I, I think for me, looking at it, I, I would initially I would blame myself, but I wouldn't. As a father, I was still the person that did it. I would still make them feel like they supposed to be account. Angle said, make them feel. I would still hold them accountable, because the right thing isn't always necessarily the easiest thing. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> And it it ain't the easiest thing. And I think that I know that I would, in order to help one, I would have to fail the other one. Or in order order to to, to help both, I would have to fail one. Right. Or at least I would feel that way. Exactly. Exactly. Because then you, yeah. Oh, that's what's like. (laughs) That has to be now how the family reunion is going to be moving forward. You know, it's it's weird. Like, that's a weird situation. And going back to your topic, bringing it back. That's another good point. Family secrets. So let's say there is a family secret in order for me to 
deal with one, I might be exposing somebody else in the family or I might be calling exactly. somebody else in the exactly. family out. And exactly. then do I not show that person compassion because maybe they need help or maybe it's something seriously going on on why they did what they did. So do I choose or do I show both compassion or do I, you know, it, it it's a, that's, this is definitely something. And I know it can be talked about way past just one podcast because it gets right, very right. deep. Right. I, I think that in, in situations like that, you look at it in order to look at it from a whole, you have to see or try to see different sides. Now, most times, most people won't look at the person that did it because the first thing that they're going to say is they shouldn't have done it in the first place. Right. Well, right. And that's the easy answer. That's exactly. Easy so, so what if he, that person was touched in a way that they mm. weren't supposed to be touched? What if it stemmed from something different than what they were taught as a child Yes, grew up with them? And like, then now we're getting into generational curses. Exactly. Now. Exactly. So it has to be something that you, you actually look at. I think it's deeper than let me just point a finger, right? Or let me just say this and let me just get you. Oh, you your- know better. You should ex- know better. Ex- ex- but, but what if they didn't? You know how many people right now, like, and these are the people that I've talked to. You know how many people right now that are struggling with their sexuality because they've been they've been exposed to things that they weren't supposed to be exposed to. And in their mind, because they were young, they felt like people that did it to them did it because they want, they loved them. Mm-hmm. Like grown men that I talked to. Grown men. And I believe that. <laughs> you, you, believe and, that. And, but they were, these were people that were supposed to love them and care for them, but they, they ruined, they, they could have ruined these people or they did in some aspects. Ruined Correct. them. So when we look at it from that perspective, it's like, you just have to, it's just so many variables to it. It is. And that's so why I said this, this, this topic is so convoluted that it's kind of <laughs> just hard to talk about in general because, and then it goes to the dynamic of that secret. Okay, exactly. we're talking about um, something like, oh, by the way, you know, instead of your daddy being away at the army for the last 10 years, he was locked up. Exactly. Or, or we talking about, oh, sorry, that ain't your daddy. <laughs> you know, I've been told you that for 18 years. Or right. are we talking about, or like you said, are we covering up something so sinister and um, so uh, messed up as uh, molestation? Right. So it, it, there's levels to these secrets as well. I mean, exactly. how how deep is this secret? And, and then how many people does it affect? And have you been telling me a lie about whatever my whole life? Because what's going to happen for those type of secrets Whatever that lie is and who it affects, now that person's going to question everything about themselves now. So it's like, okay, I don't even know who I am now. Themselves, and then you got like I, I started looking at the victim more than like for me. I think when I when I looked at it, it was Lante the adult looking at the entire situation, but also Lante as the adult looking at the victim because the person that was victimized. The person that was victimized, more often than not, they are the person that has security issues within themselves. They have issues within themselves with trusting people because the people mm-hmm. that they were supposed to trust, they can't. And they they, they betrayed their trust. And then you got most of them that told they're actually alienated because they, quote unquote, ruined the family. And so when I thought about this topic, it was, it was really for the, the victims, like how... What about the person that was crushed? Right. Why are they being crushed and they were the one that got crushed? Exactly. Like, I guess that's that's my thing. Like, why do you think that is? Why do you think the person that, that speaks out is the one? Why'd you ruin our family? Like, why did they do that to me? Because it's taboo. <laughs> it, it, to right, me, yes. it's, it's taboo. And I think the total opposite of a person who speaks out. I think you're the most courageous person because you that's stood against the grain. 
anytime I see people stand against what majority is doing, first of all, I think like this, they had to think about it. They knew it was going to be scrutiny. They knew it wasn't going to be like, they knew they were going to be judged. So if they went through all that in their head and they still stepped out, that, to me, that's a very strong person. That's a very strong person because that's not easy. And that's a walk you may be walking alone after Absolutely. you expose whatever you're about to expose. So Absolutely. Absolutely. it's a lonely walk. It can be. And it's some families that'll just disown you because of that. Oh, you weren't supposed to tell that, you know, <laughs> so then they just disown you. You, you know, I, I was, I was, that was going to be another point that I talked about. Like, why is it that because I tell a truth that doesn't align with what you look like, what it looks like to you, that is my truth. What it didn't happen to you. So why are you why are you judging me? Not really judging me, but why are you saying that I am wrong and I'm cruel because I told something that set me free? And they always say, tell the truth, the truth sets you free, but some truths they don't want to be free. It sets you free. Yeah, and that's very true. It sets you free. Your truth sets you free, but it caves somebody else up. Absolutely. That's why they don't like it. That's why they Absolutely. don't like it. Absolutely. I but, mean, but, it, it just, or it makes somebody else look bad. You know, it makes them look like a liar. It makes them look like whatever this picture was of them and the family now has been crushed based on your truth and what you said. Yeah, but. I, I get that. And and I, I understand it. I, I do understand it as a as a person, but I too agree with you when I when a you know, when a person speaks out about what happened to them. Um I feel like they are courageous. I know that they're mm -hmm. courageous. I know that it took a lot of guts to say that, especially when you have to be one that look at the person that did it to you when they're a family member. Yes. <laughs> like you yes. you know how much strength it takes to look at somebody knowing that they did something wrong to you knowing that they they shouldn't have done what they did to you and you have to keep your mouth you kept your mouth closed because you For thought about years and, you, and, and you, decades and you thought about the fact that well if i tell my mom or if i tell my dad then it's going to ruin our family or it's going to be something that's going to cause division in our family so be it it's, it's, yeah <laughs> like it's terrible and i know yeah. we're making light but i know that is very hard to do uh right like extremely and anybody's listening please know and i know that we know this going on it still goes on today so if you're listening and you're that person just know that there's people out there that think you're the most courageous person right. ever or like right. on earth and i mean that from the depths of my soul because that is not easy you're taking on something, you're, you're um, putting yourself to be just X'd out, exhaled out the family, right. Right. Um, which is, which is so even that, even that, uh, that thought process of saying, like you said, me just speaking my truth will give me disowned from the family, just all together, just, just X, just as soon as I open my mouth and speak my truth about whatever this family secret is, immediately, I'm, it's like I never existed. And it, and it's so crazy that that happens to people. It happens. Right. So in, in listening to you talk right now, the only thing that I could think about was, so your, your name mm -hmm. is more, is more important than my innocence because that's most time that's what's taken from that person is their innocence. Correct. The name, this name is more important than my innocence. And, and, and oftentimes I would assume that I wouldn't even want that name if it was that important. That Correct. name wouldn't mean nothing to me. And that's what I think. I don't think people think about, you know, it's a, it's a, you got to look at the duality of it. Right. Mm -hmm. So you're protecting a name that you feel like means something. And this other person don't see the value in it because of what happened to them. Exactly. That name means nothing to them. Nothing that name, to them. 
Exactly. That name is, is skewed in their mind because they're like, mm-hmm. I don't want to be associated with nobody that does this type of thing. Correct. But to you, a... it means everything. It's exactly. everything. It holds the <laughs> exactly. highest honor over here. And on the other side, it's it's the worst. It's, it's exactly. filth. I, exactly. I want nothing to do with it. That exactly. is a very, that is a very um, interesting dynamic. It really is. How and, one person can take it and, and mean it at the highest regard and, right. oh, we'll do nothing to disgrace this name. This is our legacy. And then the other side, the other person, and y'all both come from the same family, same bloodline, right. but right. the other person has a total different opposite effect. It, it, they hate the name. They hate even hearing it. They hate even uttering it, you know? It and. It, it makes a lot of sense now as as adults because I know that I know that I probably wouldn't have saw it like this fifteen mm-hmm. years ago. No, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have seen it because my mind wouldn't have been as mature as it is now to be able to understand the fullness of it. Um, any anybody that's listened that is hap- that this has happened to, um, first of all, I'm sorry. <laughs> I know that exactly. I did, I did not yes, do it. I know too. I did not cause it, but. It was unfortunate. And for whatever reason that it happened, I pray that you don't let this take you to a place that not even God can reach you, because mm-hmm. that's a that's a difficult place to be in where you are struggling, fighting yourself for something that you didn't even cause. Like that, that is a different battle when you're you're battling you for you. <laughs> can you think about it like you are battling you for you? Like mm. and you're, and you're taking, doing it alone. You're exactly, alone. exactly. And then you're battling a battle nobody knows about. Nobody mm-hmm. can help you because they don't know. And then you won't even let God in because God can't fix it because you won't give it to him. Yes. That's the <laughs> word. Yes. <laughs> so it's I I I man, anybody that's going through it. I, I pray that you have somebody that you can, even if you don't want to share it with your family, the person that, that happened, you know, if you don't want to confront that or be, you know, confrontational about it tell somebody like get that off of you because at the end of the day nobody what you have inside you somebody may need it one day and and they can't get it they can't get it if everything that you are is covered up in 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 what happened to you and that's where we lose a lot of people you know with these secrets that 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 our families hold because they don't want these they don't want to be looked at in a certain way but this person that that's been crushed and is continually crushed every day because of what happened to them they can't speak their truth because they're holding up to this family name. Correct. It's a deep concept. Man, it is. And, and when I thought concept. about it, I said, man, this is it's it's heavy. Like it's a it's a heavy topic. And I yeah. wanted to do it. I wanted to do it because I think a lot of people need to hear it. Like a lot of people need to know that it's okay. It's okay to speak your truth. Now I'm not saying that you are trying to maliciously hurt somebody by telling a lie. I'm not saying that. Don't do that. But if it's something that happened to you and this is your truth, speak it, speak it because you never know the person beside you could have, could have battled the same thing and you can be their hero. You can be the person that helps them to see them in a light that you couldn't see yourself. And, and I think that's, that's where it's supposed to be about. Yeah. Now I, I can't, I can't say why <laughs> I can't say why it happens. I can't say the reason for it, but what I will say is, we we also have to make people feel like they can come to us and tell us things that may be uncomfortable for us to hear. And that's a whole topic in itself. <laughs> it, just, it, it just is. listening in a way, the art of listening, and even though what you're about to hear is uncomfortable, you're still open enough to listen. And exactly. Hear 
Exactly. So what what happens when earlier you said you have this this scenario with a mother and and a child, but what happened if the dynamics of it is different? What happened if it was the father? And you, I've seen that situation where the father was a person, the perpetrator, but the mother mm. loved the daughter or the son, and she loves her husband. And she stayed with him, is what, what we're saying? Exactly. Oh, that's tough for me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'm the best person to ask. I'm, I'm trying to be as... Um, I understand. Nice as I can. Because I'm thinking about when I was a daughter, right? Right. right, right. And I know I could tell my mom anything. And right. um, I'm just trying to even put my head around the fact that if I told her somebody touched me and it just happened to be the man she laying with at night or my father, God forbid. But uh, and she wouldn't, if, if I told her something, anything close to that, and she chose to stay and not protect me i just talking about oh that is a level of that poor child will grow up and never trust anyone nope um trust is forever broken because it started from my own mother and i and i went and told so that goes back to what we were talking about you already feel bad enough for even telling you've already gave yourself all the guilt and shame and feel like it's something you did feel like something wrong with you so right. when you you mustered up enough courage to say something and it was your mother you told and they just do nothing um i just and then god forbid if it was your father who did it or stepfather whatever the case may be the man in the house um i just can't fathom that and the thought of that i can't even utter a response and what's so crazy we know it happens every day in this world every single day <laughs> every every single day I, I couldn't. As I, a I don't know. I, I mean, because you're talking about, I would end up a totally different. I know how confident and how I am, and how I was raised, and how I was taught, and what right. was poured into me from my mom. So, to if that were to happen, to, had to happen to me, I know today I would not be this person at all. Right. I would be. I wouldn't be P. Nicole. I wouldn't have accomplished the things I've accomplished. I wouldn't have went as far as. I mean, I would probably be in a mental ward somewhere just right. because life would be too even tough to navigate because of past trauma and nobody protected me. Right. And what's so crazy is there are kids dealing with that right now. Yeah. We know. And we, we sometimes look at, you know, issues that stem from things that we've done ourselves. Right. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, things that we've done ourselves. And we look at that and we we make it seem like it's it's the end of the world, but you got people or kids dealing with that. Mm-hmm. I mean, currently dealing with it. Like, this is not even past tense. Like, dealing with it right now in 2022. Absolutely. Um, that, 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 that's a heaviness that I can't. Um, and and I my heart goes out. I don't even know where to start because I know us doing a podcast, we're, we're making... Um, we're bringing awareness to it, but obviously we can't save all the kids that's dealing with it, but I wish I could. Um, I honestly wish I could because nobody should have to go through that. And then I tell the person that I think is supposed to protect me and they do nothing. Right. They do nothing. So I don't know. That's a, that's a, that's a different, um, 
That's a different. It's just different. It's different mm-hmm. because we look at, you know, it started out. You look at these, these. I wouldn't say minute, but small. You know, small mm-hmm. issues like this. This guy isn't really your father, or right. we adopted you. You know, like, and that's those. not even small because that's still big, <laughs> right? That's still <laughs> big. It's, it's not yeah, small, but it's, it's like, minute. It's yeah, minute compared, compared to, to somebody yeah. being molested. You get exactly, what I'm saying by, yeah. by a family member. So, and that goes back to like we said, family secrets. There's levels to these family yeah, secrets because some of these levels and the one we're discussing right now. I mean, that's ooh, that's the top of that's the top of the top. You know. And I, I just I think that where we are right now, um, one of the reasons why I want to do it is I think that we need to open discussions, like for men, like mm-hmm. and women too. But we both need safe spaces. Mm, that's, safe, that's spaces. safe spaces to discuss. Safe spaces. Mm-hmm. Like, not a place where you feel like you're forced to talk. Not a place where you feel like you have to talk. But a place where you come because you want to talk. Like, mm-hmm. you want to talk about what's going on. You want to talk about how you feel. You want to talk about what you've been through so that we can, people can understand where you are. People can understand why you are the way you are. And I think that's where... That's where a lot of people like that's that's where people derail that because this person may be acting a certain way and you think it's because they're this or they're that or they're 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 just quiet or stuck up or whatever it is, but it, this person is dealing with trauma. Like this person has been through the ringer and we look at them and we base what we see on who they are and that's not the case. That's right. not the case. The 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 fact of the matter this person is trying their best to muster up a smile when the only thing they want to do is cry like exactly. they, they're trying to muster up the 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 strength to stand in front of people when they just want to just be shunned in the in the in the corner because they're afraid of everybody and everything because of what happened to them and i think that that's one of the things that we need to start with like provide safe spaces that's what i try to do for my children like i try my best to i do heart checks i still do it every week like i just, love those i, I love like it. Hey, how you doing? You know, what's going on? Talk to me. Tell me what's in your heart. Don't tell me what's on your mind. Tell me what's in your heart. Like, like, tell me what's in your heart so I can see it. Right. Make me see what's in your heart. Mm-hmm. And so when I do that, so now they'll come to me and tell me, hey, dad, this is what's happening. This is how I feel. Like, this is what's going on with me. My son told me something super personal the other day, and I ain't gonna lie, it blew me away. Like, I, w- I wouldn't expect him to tell me that, but he told it to me. And I said, God, thank you. Because that could have been something that he could have kept to himself and could have been growing up with that in his in his space. And I, I didn't have the, the ability to correct it because I didn't know about it. Correct. So I think that's and, where. And, and thank God to... that he's actually listening to you because exactly. I always ask questions. I always ask questions. I do a heart check. He felt open. He felt safe enough to bring it up. Absolutely. So that means it's, it's working what you're doing. Because if he didn't feel safe enough, he wouldn't have brought it up. Absolutely. I'm glad. I'm just glad that he does, because I know that's what I wanted. Mm. Like growing up, that's what I wanted. I wanted to be able to have a place where I could feel safe, safe enough to say, you know what? This is what I truly feel. And this isn't me safeguarding what I feel. This isn't me sheltering what I feel. This is me just actually feeling it, feeling it. And And then it being okay because the person that I'm sharing it with, allow me to come to them and tell them exactly what I feel and there's no judgment there's no bias there it is just me sharing what I feel even if 
I just get it off my chest. Even if I'm just saying it because I know that this is an outlet that I can trust. And that, that way you can rebuild trust. You can rebuild um, a person's security and who they are and let them know that because it happened to you, they don't mean that it has to be you. Right. And, and you don't have to walk around um, being what was done to you. You can go on and Absolutely. be better. You can Absolutely. be better than that. Absolutely. Absolutely. So what, what, man, this has been a, this is, this has been a deep one. I really, I've really enjoyed this one. When it comes to family, when it comes to family secrets, what would you, what would you leave to people? Like your final thoughts on, on this, this huge topic that we've talked about. Yes. You may need a part two because it's very deep. (laughs) It's a very deep topic. This topic can go on and on. I'm going to take the other stance because you said you, you did this, you had this idea from the victim stance. So I'm going to take it from the perpetrator stance. I want to say this to the perpetrator. Um, we all have one day we'll have to answer for our actions on this world, in this life. So I would just challenge you to look the man in the mirror and see if you can salvage your soul in salvation. Mm. And that's it. That's good. That was good. Um, I guess if I had to say anything right now, if I had to say something, it would be <clears throat> where you are now doesn't have to be where you end up. I think that most times where we carry hurt and pain, um, from childhood to adulthood and it's still the same pain we just mask it we just put tape over it every time you know that that situation arises we put a little you know put a little tape over it and we um we say you know it's okay but it's really not it's really not um find the safe space it doesn't have to be your maid it doesn't have to be it could be a it could be a therapist. It could be someone that you just trust wholeheartedly. But tell someone because not only could it could it save another person's life, ultimately it could save yours. Like it could save your life because the life that you were meant to be, it'll never be because you are a shell of who you are supposed to become. And I hope that one day when you share your truth, it won't be from a place of shame. It'll be a place of strength. Because though what they did to you was supposed to break you, it didn't. You survived it. You're still surviving. You're still growing. You're still evolving. You are stronger because of it and I guess I'll leave it there great that was great that was very good so Modernize again thank you so much for tuning in as I always try to say um, man love on the people that love you be there for the people that's there for you and always 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 be what you hope to receive Nicole tell the people where they can find you at I forgot to ask you that before we, we, we end it 
Again, I'm P. Nicole. My podcast is et cetera, et cetera, et cetera podcast. We're on Apple, Spotify, Google. I also started a YouTube channel, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera podcast. So look, look me up. And again, my purpose is to encourage and evolve. Modern Nash, I heard y'all go look her up. Y'all have a great day and thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time. It's modern.